Hey everyone, you're listening to the Ask Daryl Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 8, 10 Things I Wish I Knew Before I Started My Job, Part 2. The Ask Daryl Podcast is a weekly podcast where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, break down your questions about church communications. This podcast is part of the Church Communications Network. Check us out at churchcommunications.com. Well, folks, last week we covered five things, five out of the 10 things that I wish I knew before I started this job that I'm currently doing. As I said before, I came from a corporate world, so I kind of made some assumptions coming into the church world that there were some similarities. And wow, I learned real quickly, there are there are some similarities, but there's a lot that's not, specifically when you're dealing with a church audience. So these are the 10 things that I wish I knew that I think if honestly, if I'd known these things beforehand, I would have had a much better head start on creating a successful church communications, digital strategy, social media strategy, if you will, across the board for my entire church. So without further ado, let's dive into part two of the 10 things that I wish I knew. Uh, Number six, always be thinking live video, then pre-produced video, then pictures, then text when it comes to Facebook. One of the things I didn't quite understand was how much Facebook valued video over pictures and text. Now I would say that's even changed further. It's now live video over that. And I spent a good portion of my time doing quotes, doing some Instagram-esque type of graphics with quotes on top of them. And while that worked great, I didn't put nearly as much emphasis on video as I wish I had today. In fact, if you look at our Facebook account right now, for our church's page, we are primarily 80% video and then 20% pictures and text. Let me say that again, 80% video, 20% pictures and text. So that tells you how much we have now focused on video. Yes, it does take more work, but our return on investment in terms of our time spent on Facebook has grown exponentially by the fact we focused on live video and pre-produced video. In fact, if you have a choice between live video and pre-produced video, I suggest you go with live video if at all possible, um, and then do pre-produced video. Again, that's what we're finding. It's live video, pre-produced video, then pictures, then text. Number seven, authenticity cannot be scheduled. When I came on staff at Brentwood Baptist, we had everything scheduled, I think in Buffer, I think was the tool of choice at that time. And we had all this stuff scheduled and all the schedule was just going out the door and it worked fine. And we had a lot of our social media scheduled and it was working quite well in terms of getting out the door and being scheduled. However, what the problem was, was it just wasn't authentic. It wasn't, there wasn't those really great, wonderful behind the scene moments that you should be able to be captured. Stuff like staff meetings, rehearsals, all those things that kind of let people know that that church that you're, that they're attending is not just a this building, but it's actually a group of human beings and people. And there's some real moments to it. Uh, we had just become so systematic in the way that we had done things by scheduling stuff out because we thought by scheduling things out, we're being good stewards over time so we can focus on the things that matter, quote unquote. But the reality of it is what happened was we were creating this just channel by which we were just shoving stuff out and there was nothing authentic about it, nothing real about it, nothing relational about it. So if I could do it over again, I still would have scheduled some stuff out, but the stuff I would have scheduled out would be a lot more authentic and I would have done a lot more stuff in real time from the get-go. Like going back to point number six, I think I would have done more live video and your live video just can't be scheduled because you know what, you're doing it live. So I wish we'd spent less time on the scheduling stuff and more time coming and brainstorming creative ways to be authentic and be in the moment. Because I think if we had done that, we've got a lot more people latch onto our channels and understand what kind of what our goals were from the get-go versus it just being this scheduled content by which we're just sending it out 
you know, events that we want you to go to, links, et cetera, et cetera, all that sort of stuff. And I think it would have future-proofed us for what Facebook was going to ask for us down the road. Number eight, learning that you can't measure, man, you can't manage what you can't measure. That's you can't manage what you can't measure. One of the things I wish I established early on was what our measurements were going to be. I think when I came on board, there were not any real good measurements of what success looks like. So therefore, I wasn't sure quite exactly what we were managing. And so by doing that, it was a real chaotic mess for a little while. So I waited a little too long and I wish I had established that earlier. And now when I when we do something new, we really quickly have a good understanding of what we're measuring. And therefore, we know how to manage it to get to where we want it to be. So when you're thinking through, you want to start a new social media channel, when you're looking at your social media, when you're looking at all yourself across the board communication channel-wise, make sure you have a clear idea of what you're measuring for. So therefore, you can understand how to manage it to meet those measurements or meet meet what you want it to do. I wish I had done that early on because if so, I think I would have saved myself a lot of headache of not being able to answer the question of how are we doing. I would have had a better idea how we're doing, and therefore I think I would have probably dumped some stuff earlier, i.e. Twitter. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have spent nearly as much time on Twitter and wouldn't spend more time on channels that really actually ma- uh, matter for that matter because I would have a clear idea of what we're measuring for. Number nine, determine what you own. And here's what I mean by that. What I mean by determining what you own is figure out what it is that you own as a platform that nobody else can touch. And for me, those are two things. That's your website and that's your email list. And make sure you maintain those and keep those up to date and make sure that they are just a primary part of your strategy. And here's why. Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram could go away tomorrow, okay? But your website and your email list, more than likely, that's not going to go away. So I think if I'd understood early on that that was a core part of the strategy is to own that and determine that this is the thing that we own and to maintain that and build that, I think what I would have done is I actually would have spent more time on, say, for instance, creating better emails um, and understanding that that's a primary thing that we want to do because guess what? We own that thing. You know, That's not going to change in terms of of a uh, algorithm, if you will, like it does with Facebook and their content. So I wish I spent more time figuring out what we own and then want to determine that, hone that and master that. Number 10, people beat organizations every single time. When I came on staff, one of the things we emphasized was the Brentwood Baptist name, putting Brentwood Baptist out there, Brentwood Baptist, Brentwood Baptist, Brentwood Baptist. What I wish I'd done was I wish I spent majority of my time de-emphasizing Brentwood Baptist and lifting up staff and making staff the champions of our content, building those relationships and spending more time one-on-one training staff on making them active on social media. What I did instead was I spent spent too much time on the corporate brand. So while the corporate brand may have risen in people's eyes, the reality is it didn't have nearly the stickiness that people do. People always stick more than organizations do. Like I love Nike, but the reality is I'm probably going to follow LeBron James Instagram more closely than I am the Nike Instagram account. And I think the same thing goes for your church. People may like your church, but the reality is they're going to follow the pastor more closely than they will the church. They're going to resonate more with what a human being says versus an organization. So looking back, I think I want to spend more time on helping staff understand that they're much more powerful than their ministry's brand name. So if you're the student minister, you yourself are much more powerful and much more potent in your social media than it would be for say like the student ministry brand to tweet stuff out, post stuff on Instagram or Facebook, etc. So 
people always beat organizations every single time when it comes to social media because they're able to build real human connection relationships. So here they are, number six through 10. Six through 10 of things I wish I knew before I started this work. Number six, always be thinking live video, video, pictures, and text. Number seven, authenticity can't be scheduled. Number eight, you can't manage what you can't measure. Make sure you understand. We got clear measurements so you can understand what you're managing. Number nine, determine what you own. I wish I understood real clearly that I own the website and the email list and those things got to be maintained well and use them to your advantage. And number 10, people be organizations every single time. Uh, again, I wish I spent more time on focusing on getting my staff on social media, getting them involved and therefore understanding by doing that, we create better long lasting relationships with our audience and it scales faster. It's better. And just honestly, at the end of the day, people share more of that content. I wish I had done that. So those are number six through 10. If you miss the uh, first one through five, go back to the previous episode, check that out. I think you'll enjoy that content as well. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you are just listening and you just caught this thing on the internet, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes. Love us to give us a rating. You can also check us out on Stitcher radio as well until next week. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.